previously on Getting Dicey. This maiden you are talking about, I think, I think I might be able to help you with that. All I ask is maybe you meet my benefactor. Baron, can I have a word? I met a man in an alleyway. (laughs) 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 Tonight we've got an appointment with Lady V. You were told, you know, big house, orange roof. It is not in a good state. This house seems disgusted with itself. Oh, a little early. This is fantastic. Why don't you come come with me? Lady Veshta, Captain Morley, I believe, and his crew. And um, we're not his crew, by the way. Just just clearing that up straight away. Let's cut to the chase. You're you're missing someone. Ernst did see someone dragging off your fair maiden this morning. <gasps> Do you know who was dragging her off? Isaac is a disgusting psychopath. That boy has not been right from a very young age. Him and his sister and his uncle were out hunting boar. They were attacked by wolves. His sister, never seen again. Three or four of these servants come in with plates and food. Are you, uh, are you going to ask us to take care of Isaac? I need him gone. I'm going to be honest with you, Morley. I want the Burgomaster gone, and I would like to take his place. The only way that this can occur is if Isaac is taken care of. What's your view on Strahd? I would rather serve the devil than a madman. Um, He's getting angrier and angrier. I think we could see a way to making this work. So we have an agreement? I do have one last thing for you. My friends, (laughs) know that it is I who have brought you to this land and know that I alone can release you from it. I bid you dine at my castle. Your passage here will be a safe one. I await your arrival. He's invited us over. Yeah, Molly's not going to be down with this. Getting dicey. (laughs) We're just going to zip away for a moment. Um, And what we see is a very dark room lit only by a couple of candles. Uh, And these flickering candles are lighting enough for you to see just hundreds of these faces on the walls. On closer inspection, you can see that the the flickering light from these candles uh, are showing these these dolls, uh, these basically dolls just lining these shelves in this room. Um, They all look strangely off in little ways. Some of them are missing arms or legs. Um, Some of them are just well out of proportion. But the one thing they do all have in common is the color of the hair and eyes and that they are, um, they depict a woman. Um, What we also see in this incredibly dark room is the silhouette of a man sitting on a bed and he's got one enormous hand on the shoulder of a woman sitting on the bed in front of him. And with his other hand, he is just slowly brushing her hair. Um, and throughout, during these each of these brushes, uh, you can just vaguely hear him sort of state, I knew you were real. I knew you were real. You had the guy as a fixation. But... Let's head back to Lady Vishta's house. Let's put some sirenscape on so we can get some scene setting here. Okay. Um, so yeah, American, you've just read out this this invitation from Strad. Um, and you have read that out loud to everybody sitting at the table. Um, 
and Fiona sort of sits back in her chair and says, Well, I can't believe the luck. You're getting a, a dinner with Strahd himself. I don't know if yeah, luck's... Lucky. <laughs> yeah, lucky, yes. Mm. Well, maybe we'll see the good qualities in him that you see. Oh, I, I, I'm sure. I'm sure you will. Um, what? Uh, I do. I am curious. What are you going to do about Morley? Uh, and Lady Vesta sort of just glances up towards towards Ernst, and Ernst and Lady Vesta's eyes kind of just meet for a minute before she brings her attention back to you, American. Morley. Oh, he'll be fine. He's a hot header. Just let him run off and we'll, we'll go see him. We'll talk him around, won't we, Brian? Yeah, well, he really wants Irina back. So yes. there's that. Yeah, she just she sort of nods her head along <clears throat> with that. Um, and, and Lady Vicious sort of looks across the table at, at Loris and um, she says, he's not going to be a problem, is he, Loris? Mm. I'd be more worried about me if I was in his place. <laughs> he's, he's fine. He's harmless. He's got a little right. bit of a bad temper. We'll find him. He'll calm down. It's all good. You'd be worried about you if you were in his place. If I was him, <laughs> then I'd be worried. About? <laughs> Never mind. She, she, should, she no. should be worried if it was Loris. If Loris was off storming around going, I'm going to be angry at everyone, then, then you should be worried. But Morley's really not that much for threat. Actually, you're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> if Laura stormed off, would be we would actually be running through the streets trying to get him because he would be off to commit murder. Hmm. Oh, you're right. <laughs> oh, it sounds sounds like Loris might be the man I'm kind of looking for then. If he's so no. keen to run off to no, that's sure. that's that's not me. I'm I'm not that passionate about killing things anymore. <laughs> Roll deception. <laughs> <laughs> Only here to help 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 a cause. And clearly we have a cause here and, and that's what we, we aim to do. We need to rescue Irina. Yes, but we're not going to run off and do it in a stupid way. Don't you worry. In fact, I thought it best to ask you for a little more information before we leave. Oh, sure. Anything I can do to help? Well, I'm going to produce... Um, do I have like... A- <laughs> This is a stupid question. Do I have a town map of any kind? Like, I yeah, you guys, of, you guys, you guys, like I did for a second. Sure, information sure. center. I think um, <laughs> I think Bill's been the one that's sort of looked after the map for the majority of this, and he slides the map over to you towards you, American. Yeah, uh, could you could you mark exactly where this Isaac 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 <laughs> fellow lives? Isaac, yes, sure. Um, so let's bring up. Uh, the Velaki map and see if we can find uh, the house that you're after. Let's have a quick look. If you zoom out, um, she sort of takes a look over the map and quite, quite quickly she just like places her finger down um, on this spot next to this little, little cul-de-sac Um and she says, "Yes, it's just pla- uh, it's just past the toy makers' um, uh, shop." Oh. So that's sort of t- she points to the south of this city, um, almost directly south of uh, the Blue Water Inn. 
Oh, where is the toy maker's house then? Uh, and she just moves her finger up a, a, an inch on this map um, and points to a small house, maybe halfway between the Blue Water Inn and the Burgomaster's mansion. Okay. Um, and she said, so yes, as I, as I mentioned earlier, uh, Ernst here did see Isaac uh, dragging um, your Irina into, into the Burgomaster's mansion. Oh, is the Burgomaster's mansion that, that house where Isaac is? That's not Isaac's house? Isaac lives uh, with the Burgomaster. Oh. Oh. So, my cons- we want to do this discreetly. We're not here to cause a scene and have the whole town after us. Is there a way you can give us any lay of the land, something that we can use to gain an advantage? Are there guards? Well, of, co- of course there are guards. Um, but there, there is uh, always uh, a brief moment where there is a, you know, the, the guards on duty swap over. It's normally around the three o'clock mark. Um, that's, uh, the town is at its quietest. It's the, normally the, the safest uh, for the Burgomaster's guards to change around there. Wait, 3 a.m. or so? 3 a.m., that's right. Oh, mm-hmm. That's, That's quite a, some time. I'm not sure they know that we know uh, that sort of information. And she looks up at Ernst and Ernst just gives her a nod. Um, but I don't, uh, I don't hire the... I, I, I ensure I hire the best to get the right information. Which is, of course, why you're here. How many guards do you think that they have in the Burgermaster's mansion? Um, I'm not sure how many are inside. In fact, I'm not sure the guards are allowed to step foot inside Uh, the mansion. Um, But there's normally two or three stationed outside. One question I had is this Isaac. Is he so powerful that you can't overthrow him yourself? What's stopping you from having him killed? uh, He's... He's quite powerful. One thing that I'm sure you'll eventually learn is that arm of his, it's, it's not just strong, but it's also magical. That's very good to know. I've what seen, sort of magic? I've seen him create flame with a flick of his fingers. Oh. What, what kind of flame? Like big flame or lighting a cigarette? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the only time I've seen it was as a threat to someone's life. It wasn't large. But it was enough to do the job. Mm. Okay. Mm. I'm susceptible to being burnt alive. <laughs> That's all I'm thinking that I could be burnt by his arm. What do you guys think? I'm not sure where any of us are immune to fire. Are you so not? We, um, no, fire is not one of the things I am immune to. Well, you're immune to a lot of other things. Yeah, but not even if fire's not one of them. Okay. Mm. I think we need to catch him by surprise and and maybe eliminate him quietly rather than full frontal assault. Exactly. Yeah. How about Perhaps, we dig uh, our way in with mold earth? <laughs> <laughs> would it would it not be easier to lure him out somehow? Ooh, that's not a and, bad and idea. And get him away from separate him mm, from arena. Yeah. And then Brilliant. 
don't know, maybe we send him a letter inviting him to somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to be for how for out for dinner. <laughs> at, at an undisclosed date. Yeah, it's, it seems to be Post how they do in Brovia. Well, uh, you're, you're aware of the festival tomorrow, right? No? Yes. Well, uh, there's no doubt Isaac will be involved somehow. You might be able to, if, if, if you're not in a hurry. We're just worried be. that um, other things are going to happen tomorrow. Mm. You know? I, I, I think too busy. If we could get, if we could disabilize it before the festival and have Irina in our position before the festival, that would definitely be ideal. Mm. And she looks over so, um, to a um, to a clock, sort of slowly ticking on the wall uh, up against the northern wall. She says, "It's already quite late. It's eight. It's almost eight o'clock. Um, you're not going to have much chance." Uh, at the Burgomasters at this time of night? What are, you, what are you thinking? How do you think you might... Oh, I'm... Look, I'm just... This has got me all excited. I'm just... Um, <laughs> I don't even really need to know, but I'm just... I'm just so curious. Hmm. Well, do we need any more information from her, team? No, I think I'm good. Yeah, I'm not I sure think, she's going to help us too much. I think leave it to us. Thank you very much for all of the information you have offered. Uh, you're welcome, and thank you so much for um, accepting my offer. Well, yes. we, yeah, we are good at we are good at killing things. I I can admit that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's what we do well. <laughs> all right, shall we excuse we ourselves? Should, yeah. Okay. I think I think we should be gone. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Lady Vista says, um, Ernst, can you show them the door, please? Um, and Ernst sort of just gestures uh, for you all to stand up. Uh, <clears throat> let's just put you back on the Vishta house just for a moment. Um, and Ernst says, yes, yeah, so uh, come with me, please. And he makes his way uh, towards the door to the uh, east. Um, as, he's, as he's walking, he's sort of talking to you, um, uh, Baron. And he's like, I do hope, uh, I do hope your friend Molly is all right. I'd hate for him to inconvenience you in your progress. No, he won't inconvenience us. I mean, he's going to help out. You know, he wants to get Irina. That's that's the crux of it. Oh, um, I, I I don't doubt that for a moment. Uh, but my concern is that. He, he stops you. Change, change your mind in regards to seeing Isaac removed from this equation. Um, do you have any cigarettes? <laughs> and he, he starts patting uh, down his jacket. Cigarette? Thank yes, uh, really. I've got one here. One moment. And he Thank you. fiddles around in his pockets and pulls out the small um, carton and flicks open the top and pulls out a cigarette and hands it over to you. And then he grabs one for himself as well and places it to oh, his yeah. mouth. Oh, thanks for it, yeah. And sort of pulls out a small Just match, one, lights, lights his, and goes to light yours as well. Yeah. Well, thanks, Ernst. Um, no, I, I, uh, I think it'll be fine. You know? Oh. American? Oh, I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh. Finish your thought. <laughs> well, I'm just going to say the same thing, really. I, I, I'm sure that... Morley, when push comes to shove, uh, will not want to be 
kind to someone that's uh, abducted Irina. So I think if anyone's going to uh, have a wrath against Isaac, it'd be um, Morley. Uh, maybe we just shouldn't have mentioned Strad. <laughs> um, can you give me a persuasion roll? Okay. I don't know if I have a bonus on that. <laughs> Uh, 18. That's a good roll. Um, and Ernst just takes a big drag on a cigarette, um, pulls the cigarette from his mouth and says, All right, all right, Baron. I, uh, yeah, all right. If you say he's, if you say he's uh, going to get this sorted, then, then I trust you. I've actually got a plus five on persuasion. <laughs> wow. <laughs> How do you get another know? cigarette? <laughs> no. I, yeah, do you have another? <laughs> He just places the packet like in one of your, in your <laughs> shirt pocket. Thank you. It's very difficult to get cigarettes around here. I was, what I was I was gonna say, like while we're having that little bit of conversation, can I do like a perception check on our environment to see if there's anything odd in the house that catches my eye? Give me yeah, give me a perception roll. Sights and sounds and such. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I rolled <clears throat> a nine plus six. Fifteen, nice. Um, with a roll of fifteen, uh, you're not picking up on too much more. Just in your the area that you're in, like it all just seems pretty immaculate considering the state of the outside of the house. So it looks like it's been looked after. Um, but you do hear some scratching coming from upstairs. Mm. <laughs> scratching. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Intriguing. <laughs> yeah. But that's that's really it. That's it as far as anything that might be out of the ordinary. Maybe I'll just say like, "Oh, what's that scratching, Ernst?" Um, and Ernst, kind of a little flustered, looks over to you and says, uh, "Scratching." Uh, and he listens out for a little bit. He goes, "Oh, you do have good hearing." Oh no, I, I'm sure that's just the cats upstairs. Okay. He did look flustered, though. I've noted that. Yeah, yeah, you did notice that. I'm sure these guys have some skeletons in their closets. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Possibly literally. That would be, cool. be good for, for Brian. <laughs> All right, shall we go? Is there anything else we want to do? Yeah, let's get out uh, of here. Let's get out of here. Okay. Yeah, the, the tension in this house is just palpable. Could set the Can't wait to breathe. <laughs> yeah, shall we just firebomb it? Real quick. <laughs> oh, <wait. laughs> yeah. Roll to firebomb. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll blame it on Isaac. Yeah, Isaac. <laughs> he was just out there. <laughs> it wasn't us. Um, all right. So you all make your way um, out of the house and onto the streets um, of Vallaki. And it is a little quieter now. Um, let's turn on some... Vallaki sounds and see what we have. Oh, there's way too many people talking, isn't there? <laughs> it's not a busy marketplace at all. Anyway, so you guys walk out <laughs> onto the streets of Vallaki, and, and it, it is about eight o'clock at this point. Um, Bill does sort of look a little pale, and and, and um, he mentions that he's not feeling the best, and he's just going to head back to the tavern and, and, and rest up. Um, and hopefully... Um, stumble upon Morley on his way there and let him know uh, like what's going on, like what the plan is, what the whole idea was in regards to you guys just wanting to get the information um, from Lady Vesta uh, and that the idea of killing Isaac is still something that no one's really sold on except for maybe Loris. 
Um, I'm still mulling it over. <laughs> yeah. Um, and because the, the other thing you notice is there is no sign of Morley out here. He's he stormed out of that house and it's just mm. nowhere to be seen. And when he throws his toys, he really throws his toys. Yeah. Um, and so with that, <laughs> Bill sort of waves. Uh, he's a little sweaty as well. And he just makes his way back to the tavern. Mm. Oh, my. Bill didn't look that good. He looked a little sweaty. <laughs> yeah. Pale, sweaty, not like disagree with him. Mm. I hope he hasn't been bitten by a vampire. <laughs> that <laughs> would be disconcerting. Holes in his neck. <laughs> Just kidding. No, the, the collar, <laughs> the collar thing was a bit hard to see under there. Yeah. Well, well, shall we kill him just in case? <laughs> have a medallion. <laughs> Someone's got to die. In the we, we can't. We can't be killing Bill. That's <laughs> not okay. Up, yeah. Um, well, I'm quite concerned about Morley running off. Mm, I hope Bill finds him. I hope he doesn't do anything rash, but I, I don't think he'll do anything stupid. I think he's just upset. Well, I hope he knows that we don't want to give any advantage to Strad. I'm not that keen on killing Isaac if I can help it. No. But let's just say I think there's some grey areas here. We're not mercenaries for hire after all, and I don't want to become one. Yeah, and if we were, we'd want a lot more than that. <laughs> just a hint. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Like, no, absolutely. I um, think you, the, the price on a man's head is, is a lot higher than just a kind of a can you, sure, wink, nudge kind of thing. Pretty sure we could have figured it out. It would be this giant armed freak. Is, is it one of the top of the list of suspects? She has helped us, though. Mm. You know, we should find um, our dear friend. Oh, her, bro- her brother. What's his name? <laughs> you can do this. You know, Ismar. Ismar, <laughs> right. That guy. <laughs> that mean, the guy we were meant to meet a few hours ago. Hey, where is Ismar? Yeah. Yeah, he was originally he originally mentioned that he was going to meet up with you lot in the town square. Yeah, I feel bad. Look, yeah, I, I think we got carried him. away. Yeah, but he he want to help. He he of all people cares about Arena the most. We need yeah. we need him. Mm, that's check sure. the nearest outhouse. <laughs> <laughs> listen for flushing. Yeah, listen for flushing. <laughs> <laughs> Or yeah. some guy whistling as he's walking out of the loo. Yeah. <laughs> if I was Ismark, where would I be? He he may still be at the town centre. Oh my god! And he'll just be like looking, waiting, looking and... at his watch. Oh no! Should we go? Should we check? We should just further? go to the town square and see if he's waiting for us. Yeah, if he's not but there, maybe he'll be at the tavern. Yeah. I would also like to check on on Blinsky mm. because is Blinsky's on the way. To the town square? It's kind no, of close, really. right? It's close no? by, but it's not. Yeah, you, you, yeah. you don't really pass one to get to the other. Blinsky knows this Isaac guy. Like, yeah. he sees him once or twice a week to buy dolls from Blinsky. Yeah, so that, that's a bit strange, but... I well, feel he like... Might know some hints or, you know, something quirks about him. Some way my, to trick him. My theory, mm-hmm. he lost his sister. He's obsessed with her. He keeps buying dolls that look like her. Then he sees a beautiful young woman that resembles the sister he would have lost. Mm-hmm. That's, Ooh, that's, yeah. that's maybe. Yeah. Have other girls gone missing as well? That look. Oh. So Irina basically looks like two girls that two weird guys are keen on. 
But yeah. that, that, that's really unfortunate. Yeah, it, it is unfortunate. <laughs> All the things you could be blessed with. You look two like stories. two girl, two missing girls. <laughs> yeah, that's true. She's yeah. really she. Maybe she ought to dye her hair. <laughs> yes, you, you, you'd think it at least do something, right? Just to just to well, sort of just cut it short, God, cut it short, <laughs> like red. You know why? Why you know, just be those short legs? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, actually, do you remember mention of when Isaac was a kid <clears throat> and his sister was stolen? He was actually with his uncle. Not stolen, just went missing. She oh, went missing okay. when the wolves attacked. Yeah. yeah. Oh, was he with his uncle? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is his uncle the burgomaster or is his uncle still I don't th- I don't know if they're related, right? Oh, I don't know. Because otherwise they would have the same last name. I don't even know. No, I don't I don't think they are related. I think no. I just mm. But is his uncle still alive? Well he might know more about the disappearance and, and other Mate, things. But he's probably yeah. got like a really big leg. and maybe maybe uh, also someone with a fascination with dolls i mean it could be a family thing you never know okay let's find i've he's got all uh, his uncle's dolls as well (laughs) (laughs) and that's what started the trend right yeah let's go find ismark and then Mm -hmm. maybe drop into blinsky that's a good idea yeah okay um yeah great so just sort of heading towards the town center then yeah sure Okay, cool. Um, yeah, you, you guys make your way down a relatively quiet street um, now that it's a little bit later in the night. Um, and it looks like everybody is set up and ready to go for this festival uh, tomorrow. Um, and the same, sort of no one seems to be overly happy. Um, and at this time of night, there, there seem to be less guards around as well. Um, it seems to be the more populated, more busy the streets are, the more guards are out. So... Uh, yeah, you you'll get into the the town center, um, and this is the first time you guys see something that Morley's seen before, and that's this fountain in the middle of this uh, town center. Um, a lot of these stalls, there's like little stalls that are sort of packing up for the night as well, that have just been selling food and and sort of knickknacks, and uh, it looks like a lot of them have been trying to sell. Um, ornaments and stuff decorations for this festival uh and you also see the uh, a row of stocks there um which have uh maybe a half dozen people uh in them at the moment all wearing these donkey heads and then it looks like they've just kind of been left there they've been forgotten about and no one's really <laughs> doing much around them while they've been packing up um and american you spot um, sort of walking towards you from one of the stalls that is now closing down is Ismark, and he's just he's like cleaning off his fingers. He's licking his like fingers. Um, he's like, he's I like, hope he hasn't just come out of the loo. <laughs> and he's and he he points Jim. over his he put pull, points over his shoulder towards like one of the stalls, and he's like, they sell a fantastic bean burrito. You have no idea. <laughs> oh, no. oh no, he should oh, be eating beans. Guys, no. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> I've Bad had choice. I've had no luck. There's um no one seems to have seen or heard anything of you. I I'm at my uh, my wits end. Have you had any information? You two go talk to him. I want to check out like the, these donkey head burrito. I thought you were going to go get a burrito. <laughs> no, I want to check out. I want to go have a chat to these donkey headed people. I'm kind of concerned about the donkey headed people too. 
Yeah, yeah. You, you guys go to inform Ismark of what's going on. I'll sort Ismark sees you moving over towards them, Loris, and he goes, Loris, please, please, just don't touch them. Just leave them be, all right? This is... Can I talk to them? You might. I, just try and not let any guards see you. They're not. They're there for a reason. All right. Oh, that's fine. Um, I won't. I won't touch them. I promise. Okay. Don't, let, don't get seen. I won't get seen touching them. No. no. <laughs> wait. No, wait. Don't touch them. Not, not, you're just not going to get seen touching them. I'm really. I'm like. I want to say, Morris. If you draw attention to us, you will ruin our chances of saving Irina. Please, please be discreet. Of course. I'll be as discreet as I can. Has anyone got a message? <laughs> oh, sweetie old Bill. Sweetie old Bill. We're, oh, that's right, damn it. Sweetie old Bill. It's <laughs> <laughs> his new name. Sweetie old Bill. <laughs> <laughs> really he comes out to the bottom and you're like, oh, sweetie old Bill's back. He's like, you get sweaty once. You just get sweaty <laughs> once in your life and that's the new name. <laughs> well, hopefully he didn't eat a burrito earlier and it's made him ill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. By I all means, have... Loris, you can head over towards. Yeah, are the they are they kind of in a shadowed area that I can just sort of discreetly sort of lean up against the wall behind them and go, hey, you know, quietly just have a chat without sort of being really obvious that I'm talking to them. Um, talking to their asses. It's it's not uh, it's not like a discreet display. These, these people have been put out on display um, oh, yeah. for their crimes, basically. Okay, I just want to. Okay, I mean, I'll walk up to them. I mean, I'm, I'll stand. I don't know, a, a meter away. So I'm not clearly not touching them, but mm -hmm. I'm going to be addressing them and, and sort of seeing if they'll talk to me. Yeah, you, you sort of move towards them um, and you can see that there's like an iron padlock securing each of the stocks, right? A little iron padlock for each person that's in there. Um, there's okay. three men, two women, and what it looks like what, two young boys. Um, and they're all trapped in the stocks with their hands and their heads in these stocks. Um all of them look, well, their body language. You can't see their faces, but their body language, they looked incre look incredibly fatigued. Um, they're, they're also quite wet, as if maybe someone's been throwing buckets of water on them. Um, and you, you, you sort of take them and you can hear their stomachs rumbling as well. You can oh. hear the sounds that their stomachs are making. Um, and the, the donkey heads that they're wearing, they look to be made of like plaster. And they're, they're pretty, pretty, pretty badly shapen, but you kind of make them out to be as what you can only assume is a, the shape of a donkey's head. Wow, this looks like a pretty lame party. Fuck. <laughs> 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 um, you get no response. Well, I'm going to just try again. What did you guys do to get here? How does one join this party? It looks like fun. <laughs> wow. Um, and one of the boys on the end starts crying. You can hear him sobbing. I'm just going to um, get down to as much as, as his level as I possibly can. And I'll try and address his face. I'm just sort of see if I can make eye contact with, with the donkey's eyes. It's just like, where is the party at? What is it? <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> Um, so like, <laughs> I'm like imagining Loris mistaking them for pinatas all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> wrong from uh, there. No, I'm not going to be that. Tries to do speak with animals. 
<laughs> that thought did cross my mind. I actually thought that would be quite fun, but I'm not going to do it. Um, so I'm just going to le- lean lean towards the little kid and just go, don't cry, little one. I just want to find out what you did wrong and what I can do to help. Um, and you can just hear that sort of sobbing uh, coming from within the, the, the plaster donkey head. Um, and while the boy doesn't respond, the there's a man standing next to him that does quietly speak. Um, and he's just like, please, please leave us. Please, please. We, we don't, we don't need to be in more trouble. Okay. Fine. So I'm just going to leave. <laughs> I'm not going to push it. I don't want to cause it too much reason. So yourself, if you want to stay here, that's cool. I'll, I'll leave, <laughs> leave you guys to it. I'll um, return back to Ismark and, and I think, I think that someone's sort of seen you, uh, seen the big guy standing over with these, um, uh, prisoners, I guess. I guess they're prisoners. Um, and sees you sort of like getting down and sort of like going to walk away. And um, this, this other sort of townsperson just sort of runs up and just like turfs like a tomato, like at at like one of the just just at the stocks in general, in the aims of hoping to hit anybody, and just sort of starts <laughs> laughing. I think he's been emboldened by by seeing you sort of just walking up and getting in their faces because that's all they've seen. <laughs> well, that's mean. Um, but let's cut back to Isma and Mirakin and the Baron for a moment. Um, yeah, have you got any news? Yes. Yes, we do. You do? Yes. We've had quite a dramatic dinner. Quite a dramatic dinner indeed. And we've found out who's got Irina. Well, who? There's some kind of... Monstrous psychopath with a mutant arm. Oh, I mean, I'm going to say that more quietly than <laughs> what I said, actually. I'm just going to be like in a hushed whisper. I'm not like shouting in, in the street. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, and he's like, he says, one of the one of the burgomaster's men's. I, I've I've seen him. I've seen him walking around. Uh, town, uh, rem- you know, putting up these new posters and and surrounded by guardsmen. Are you sure? That'll be him. Well, we're, it's been quite a political evening for us. I don't know <laughs> if it's really worth our time to explain to you all the complexities, but the most important thing is that we save Irina. Yes, yes. I just, I just don't understand what he would want with Irina. We have a lead on that as well. <clears throat> I'm telling you, the guy's a psycho. Apparently he collects dolls that look like her. He's lost a sister. My theory, he's trying to use Irina as a replacement for his long-gone sister. He's, he's lost <clears throat> a sister? Yes, at a young age. He's obsessed, is my theory. Do, do, you, know, do you know what age? Like, <coughs> like Ismark, this sort of like information is, is actually really interesting oh. to him now. Oh, because you found Irina is adopted, isn't she? (gasps) Do you think it could be the same girl? My father found Irina in in the woods at a very young age, four years old, with no memory of of, uh, where she had come from or or anything. Oh, I forgot. Did did they say? Did they say how young? I imagine it was rather young. And this man lost a sister. Yes. Is there anyone we can speak to to get more information? Possibly Blinsky. Yes, the toy maker who makes the dolls he's obsessed with. Yeah, it's just around the corner. He's here. Yeah. The no fun, no Blinsky guy. 
I think he is the one. Yeah. I don't know if he's a descendant or if he's there's only one Blinsky. Oh, we we must we must talk with him immediately. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, it's is around the block. And while you guys are talking, you've just noticed um, sort of Loris taking a few steps back away from the stocks and, and one of these uh, townsfolk just hurling a tomato towards uh, the people in the stocks. I'm going to visibly flinch as I see that. I feel really bad for these people. Yeah. I'm Does sure that they don't the deserve people that miss? Oh, it, it hits. It hits one of the, um, hits one of the men. <sighs> I feel really bad bad for those people but Irina is my focus right now um isma sort of mentions you all just to get a little bit closer um the burgomaster is he's not a sane man do you know do you have any idea why these folk are in stocks because from what i understand they they uh they were arrested for malicious unhappiness when, when asked about uh, the festival and their excitement for it, they didn't show enough enthusiasm. Mm. And they were arrested and, and brought into these stocks. And that he's, doesn't he's kind seem of, He's kind of whispering this to you and looking around as he says that. He doesn't want to say it too loudly. Yeah, we found out that um, <clears throat> the burgomaster here thinks that having these... Um, Festivals every couple of days keep Strahd away. I mean, and, uh, makes no sense. Well, Nor a lot of things don't make it. sense. Surely Strahd, yeah. uh, Strahd can go damn near anywhere he pleases. Yeah, that's what I thought. Unless, <laughs> unless it's too fun. <laughs> he has a bit of a killjoy, so I can imagine. Yeah, but maybe no, he's an emo. Like, he's an emo. <laughs> he doesn't want to go near. Off, yeah. Off. yeah. Um. The, the person we spoke to did seem to think that the burgomaster was insane. Yeah. Mm. We've and also found out the burgomaster is married to Lydia. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> she is a little bit uh, more sane. Maybe. Possibly. Yeah. Did you know there's been five festivals in a matter of months? Yeah. Mm. I, w- I would not be surprised. It seems like one every few days, or w- at least one a week. Mm. Yeah, at least. Do how much fun do the people are, are done with festivals? This town is a mess. Mm. Yeah. I I really want to free these people. Like that, that's just not fair that they've been locked up for being a bit bored. Honestly, I'm I'm in the mood to instigate some shit, but <laughs> honestly, <laughs> oh, I like that. Can I find the trigger for that? <laughs> but not right now. I have yeah. my focus. But I'm with you on that, Loris. This is unjust. Mm. I know. I really don't like the fact that people can just throw food at them. It's like they've done it's nothing wasteful. wrong. It's, it's wrong. Wasteful. It's wasteful there, true, but they've yeah, done nothing wrong. It would be a bit done, a bit bored of festivals. Well, the thing is, if we free them now, we're not really going to sort out the root of the problem. More people will be in next week. And we don't want to draw attention to ourselves, bring the guards mm. down upon us, end up imprisoned, and then what's going to happen to Irina? That does make me think of... Oh, so, no, sorry. No, that does make me think of something. Uh, Isaac is the burgomaster's right-hand man, right? So he's Literally. sent out when things are there's some trouble, mm. and all the guards show up. If we were to cause a lot of trouble somewhere, we'd get Isabel, uh, Isaac to turn up, right? Yeah, but 
we could then infiltrate the uh, house at the same time, possibly. Mm -hmm. He comes showing, looking for trouble. We're not there. We're sneaking into his house. Mm -hmm. well, we can certainly I cause a distraction. If we set the town on fire. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> set the town on fire, free some prisoners, and just turn up at his house. No, but shall we go? Shall we go see Blinsky? We yeah, might yeah, more yeah, insight, yeah. but that is not a bad idea. Yeah, Blinsky on fire. Is that what you? Well, yeah, we'll, we'll, exactly we'll, right. we can we can discuss the setting the town on fire yeah. plan a bit further. And yeah, do we set the town on fire now or later? <laughs> <laughs> when we go to Blinsky, let's just play out like we're customers, huh? rich customers. Sure. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm not sure how I pose as a rich customer. <laughs> you can be a bodyguard. Okay. It's Ooh, fine. Okay. You're Brian's do. bodyguard. Who am I? <laughs> <laughs> You're a fancy elf. Maybe you could yeah. be the rich one. You look. Yeah. Oh, I don't. Oh, no. no? That would no. never work. I, I mean, have you seen what I'm wearing? It's uh. crazy. Maybe okay. maybe you're the, the rich man's um, witch doctor or something. A yeah, personal yeah. physician. I'll yeah, be yeah. his personal druidic physician. There you go. Okay. Well, Brian, I do have my. I pull out my signet ring. Yeah, you can be oh. the aristocracy, Brian. Yeah, and I do have a scroll um, saying my high birth. There you go. You've got a yeah. deed to a, a windmill. You've got a <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, this is great. You do the talking because you're much better at that than yeah, me. Okay. And we'll just play the parts of the yes. entourage. Yeah. Okay. And we've got a Burgermaster with us. Oh, yeah, we've got a <laughs> mobility with us. Yeah. We, don't, well. we don't need to fake it aristocracy. We, we have one right there. Oh, no, don't let, me, don't let me get in the way. I'm, I'm happy to be on lookout outside if need be. Sorry. All right, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Actually, now that I think about it, we're going to pass the Burgermaster's house on the way, aren't we? If you like, I could maybe investigate while you guys are in with Blinsky, see what I can find. That's a good idea. As long as you don't get caught, because we really don't want to have to rescue you and Irina. Yeah, case the joint. Yeah. <laughs> Just get in there, fuck it up. So you guys make your way sort of south um, out the southern exit from this town center. Um, and as you're leaving, uh, more people are sort of dispersing. Um, and just a couple of people are giving the people in the stocks. Loris, you look over your shoulders and you can just see a couple of people standing next to the people in the stocks. One of the guy just gives one of the women a kick in the leg. Um, can I pick up a pebble and just throw it at one of them without being seen? What? With, Don't like, like, you can, if, Are you sure? I'm, I'm going to pick up a pebble. If one of the if one of my party members stop, see, see me and then stop me, but my intent is to just kind of to throw it at them to sort of why would you yeah. do this, Boris? Because it's a dick move to be kicking people when they're in. Oh, I thought you were throwing them at the people. In oh, the I want to throw it at one of the people <laughs> kicking them. <laughs> um, not, that, not that far off. Yeah, give me a D20 and also uh, a sleight of hand. Okay, I'll do the sleight of hand first. <clears throat> so the sleight of hand roll was oh, a nine, no, eight plus one, so it was a nine. Mm hmm. Be right back. And the D20. Oops, sorry. Everything's going slow at the moment. Um, D20 roll is 
A six. Okay. <laughs> um, you can add your strength to that. So what would that put it up to? Uh, it'd be a six plus four, so it's ten. Okay. Um, that's probably enough, actually, of the roll of a ten. A six, it would not have been enough. Um, you don't do this very discreetly with that roll of uh, a nine for your sleight of hand. And you pick up that pebble and just, like, launch it across the the town square uh, and it just thuds like thunk into the side of like the the uh, back so almost on the shoulder area of the of the person that kicked that that woman um and he's just like hey and looks back over his shoulder to see where it's come from and he just sees this like seven foot two <laughs> goliath just staring him down across the town square do you do anything do you do anything no. else you're just staring him down stare him down and i'll and i'll walk away the, the warning's been given yeah, he so you stare at him and he sort of just drops his head down, takes a couple of steps away, and then just sort of like hurriedly walks off. Good. So much for being discreet, Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> you, I oh, you, you're lucky he did not call the guards and bring down hell upon our heads. Um, There's no saying that he's not going to go do that right now. <laughs> can you can you give me a perception roll as well? Dave or Loris. Uh, sure. Perception. I rolled... Oh, God. I rolled a 10 plus 3, 13. As you go to turn around to follow along behind them, you notice two of the... There's two people that are packing up their stalls and both of them are just smiling so large in your direction. They are so... They're, they're, and they just give you a, like a little nod. They are so they seem so happy that someone did something about this. Even even though it was like a minor thing. Just a, I'll give them a little nod of acknowledgement and I'll carry on. Uh, and they continue. Throw a at them. <laughs> <laughs> Don't swoon at me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it. <laughs> Whack. I've got one for everyone. <laughs> I'm going to be keeping an eagle eye on you from now on, Loris. I understand your anger, but focus. It wasn't anger. It's just justice. It's just not nice. Justice by people. There was just, you don't kick people when you're in stocks. It's rude. This from the guy who just wanted to cut off someone's ear. Never mind, Loris. It's fine. (laughs) Um. You guys continue, you sort of like, you spend the next five minutes walking, uh, following this path and discussing the merits of whether or not you should be helping or doing this kind of stuff uh, in Velaki. Um, and you get to where on the map, uh, Lady Vishta pointed out the Burgomaster's mansion. Um, and you can see that this mansion just has, has, has got walls of plastered stone and it, they've just, it's just covered in scars where the plaster has fallen away from age and neglect. Um, you can see that each of the windows have just been, uh, they're, they're covered in drapes on the inside, so it's hard to really see inside. And there's a large um, arched opening above the mansion's double entrance doors. Um, and Ismark says, uh, Ismark says, I, uh, if you don't mind, I'll just hang back and just maybe just keep an eye on it while you're gone, just to get an understanding of the comings and goings, if that's going to help. Sure. I'm sure we can take on, we can sort out um, Blinsky. That'll be great. Um, And he sort of looks around to find something that he can sort of be a little more um, hidden by. He says, all right, you can trust me. And he sort of heads off off the side of the road. Where where does he go? He's going to hide in the loo, isn't he? (laughs) 
<laughs> and look out that little moon. You guys, you, you guys, kind of just watch him sort of move over to the edge of the road, and he's sort of just like leaning casually up against someone's like fence at this point, just sort of like you know looking, just looking around, trying to be um, discreet. But to you guys, he's kind of like standing out. But it, it's all right. Conspicuously, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> God. He's he's far enough away. He's not like he hasn't gone down into that little cul-de-sac out front. He's he's sort of just keeping his distance and keeping an eye on things. Hmm. All right, let, let's go to Sturblinski, shall we? Yeah, let's take it. When we walk past, can we see how many guards are out the front, or if there are any guards walking around? Or? Yeah, stationed out the front of like the the big arched sort of double door is uh, two guards. Are they heavily armored, or what are they? They're they're just as sort of heavily uh, as armored as Greg was. So one of them's got like a pike, um, oh. and and sort of like metal armor over them. The other guy's probably a little less um, armored, and he doesn't seem to be holding a large weapon, but he does have something that you can't really see from this distance attached uh, onto his waist, some weaponry on his waist. Right. Okay. Yeah. When we talk to Blinsky, let's see if we can get a read on this guy's true character because I don't trust Lady Vesta to to be tell she should tell us what's convenient to her. I saw her lying by the way. I could see it in mm. her eyes that she knew who Vesely was. Oh, so really? who's to say she wasn't lying about this guy as well? Let's see. Let's see what this oh. guy says. Baron, yeah. you do the talking. American and I will just keep an eye on this guy and see what we can see what we can see. Yeah, okay. I can see this going downhill. We're more than capable of taking care of it. Let's try yeah. and uh, persuade him rather than, you know, with the other guy with the coffins and everything. Mm. Um, persuade, that went, intimidate. That went yeah, quite we, badly. We so let's try and persuade him rather than murder him. <laughs> um, and you're sort of discussing the ways that you're going to deal with to Blinsky as you make your way north away from the Burgomaster's mansion and, and Ismark. Um, and you see just this small, uh, it looks like a small cramped, it's a very small building. Um, and it looks to be pretty dark. There's like a dark entrance uh, above it, which hangs this wooden sign shaped like a rocking horse. And it's got a big B engraved on both sides of that sign. And flanking the entrance are these two arched lead framed windows and through that dirty glass, you can see jumbled displays of toys and hanging placards. And all of them seem to bear the slogan, uh, is no fun, is no Blinsky. <laughs> That's our guy. Do, do we knock or do we just open the door? Uh, no, we knock. <laughs> Was it, is it open or? Yeah, I mean, oh, I uh, the, the door uh, is, is open at this point. Oh, okay. Well, let's go cool. in there. It's going. Um, ding ding. <laughs> oh, let's, let's put on some um, shop sounds. Uh, does it sound like Whoa. this? It does. This is just to set the just to set the scene of this this crazy Ooh. shop that you're walking into. Um, cool. As as you enter in, there's uh, I, I to- there's toys everywhere. Um, and they are, there's a little, they seem like there's a little something wrong with each and every one of them. You notice a headless uh, doll that's holding onto a, a sack of like, from, it's like the see-through mesh sack. And inside that sack is a bunch of different attachable heads. 
Um, and one of them, Baron, you notice has its eyes and mouth stitched shut. Like all of these little oddities in this place Ew. are incredibly strange. Mary, can you notice a little wooden string mobile of hanging bats with like flapping wings? Um, oh, that's Loris, cute. Loris, you notice this <laughs> this little ventriloquist dummy that looks just like Strad. Um, oh, can I pick that up? <laughs> See if it has any teeth to pull out. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can absolutely pick it up, um, and you can see uh, you notice a very heavy set man, sort of um, who's wearing this moth-eaten jester's cap behind this counter, um, and he speaks up. Welcome, friends, to the House of Blinsky, where happiness and smiles can be brought at bargain prices. Perhaps you know a little child in need of joy? A little toy for a girl or boy? (laughs) 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 He he seems to be the only one with any colour on him. Um, Sitting on Blinsky's shoulder... Um, it's just the small, what must be a pet monkey. Oh, I'm precious baby. Look how cute. <laughs> I'm going to wave at the monkey. Blinsky <laughs> um, notices you holding this little Strad um, ventriloquist doll, Loris. He's like, nine, nine silver pieces for the little Strad doll. You like it? Is it, it? Does it look like it's well made? I'm just uh, holding it going, Hi, my name's Strad. Strad just a little. <laughs> they're like, they're well made for how odd they are. Like, they, okay. don't, they don't look like they're falling apart or anything. Mm. They look like right. there's been some decent craftsmanship. That's been so they're odd on purpose, not just... <laughs> It's almost like the whoever's designed them, which is obviously Blinsky, just has a very strange outlook on the world. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I'm just going to I'm kind of go ignore him and just going to keep looking at it. Yeah, um, the next thing you notice, Dave, next to the Strad doll, is this like a little wind-up musical merry-go-round? Um, but instead of like kids on horses, there's like figures of snarling wolves chasing children. Like... That's the, oh, I like that. the theme that, that's of the merry-go-round. Interesting. Oh. Wolves chasing children. They, uh, I, I like the theme work. Mm. It's a bit creepy, but... It <laughs> seem like something that would appeal to Loris. He'd <laughs> yeah. be like, I bet the weak ones fall behind. <laughs> <laughs> um, what you notice, uh, Baron, is you do notice a doll that looks very, very similar to Irina on the shelves. Oh, and... Not in what she's wearing, like her, her dark hair and her... Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's like a doll of a woman. There's like dark hair, dark long hair, dark um, eyes. But it also even seems to be wearing similar clothing to, to what you've seen Irina wear. Ah. Ew. So it's not a child, it's a an adult. I mean, it doesn't ha- it's not anatomically correct for an adult woman. It's just a doll, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it's not like a Barbie or something like that. It's No, no, it's 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 looks like it's sort of um made of got a like a wooden sort of polished and, and uh shaped head, but its body is filled with like must be like straw or something. Well that um, yeah, that is like arena. <laughs> it's just like arena. <laughs> I miss her polished wooden head. <laughs> we must find a wooden head. <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm just going to wander around and sort of um, look at things. 
touching my beard. <laughs> yes. But, hmm. Hmm. Um, what do you think, American? Anything strike your fancy? The monkey. <laughs> yes. That's a trying, good... trying to impress the monkey subtly, just like <laughs> monkey, monkey. Um, yeah, the monkey is is like balancing quite um, ready for action on the shoulder of, of Blinsky, but he's just got a little sort of like collar with a little um, <gasps> strap. Yeah, he's, he's like it's uh, he's got like a decent rope. Um, connecting him to Blinsky. It's not like short or to- tight or anything like that. Um, but I guess it's so it doesn't escape or something. Mm, that's not the true communion with an animal. I, that impresses me. Mm. Mm. Don't pet shame. I will because animals <laughs> should not be our pets. We can commune <laughs> with them, um, nature, spirits, and whatnot, and should be viewed as the circle of nature and circle of life. They are not our slaves. Are you saying this to Blinsky? No, I'm just ranting in character. <laughs> but I am right. like, as soon as, I not- as soon as I notice the collar, I'm like a little upset. Mm. <laughs> see that collar, American? Yes, I see a collar. <laughs> oh. Not a fan. But I'm going to try and, like, hide it because I want us to be nicey-nicey with this guy. Yeah. I'm just walking around the, and I, I assume it's really cramped and there's, you're walking in between things. Like, it's really small. It's a really small interior in oh. this house. Uh, I'm just walking shop. around trying not to make eye contact with uh, Blinsky. Yeah, Blinsky sort of is, is watching you guys, but also sort of, like, looking at a clock on the wall, sort of. Uh, it is getting quite late. If uh, there's anything you need, uh, just please let Blinsky know. Oh, we're just browsing. <laughs> just browsing. Okay. <laughs> and he, he sort of like loses a little bit of his pep when he hears that you're just browsing. <laughs> Everybody always just browse. Okay. You kind I of wanna, says under his, under his voice. <laughs> no, passive aggr- aggressive NPC <laughs> alert, everyone. Watch out. Just I'm going to point at, at the Irina looking doll and kind of like nudge Baron and be like, oh, looks familiar. Yeah, the wooden head. I'd noticed that. <laughs> the wooden head. The shiny nut brown visage. Short legs. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Irina. It's even wearing similar clothes. <clears throat> get, him, get him to talk about it. Um. Hey, do you have anything for a might interest a, a young girl? Any sort of toys that you know a fashionable young girl? Uh, I have something here that might be nice for a young lady. And he sort mm-hmm. of um, makes his way out from behind the counter out towards you. And he's kind of he's a big guy, and he's kind of like pressed almost in between the um, counter and you at this point. And he's kind of reaching up next to you and he's like pointing at this uh, set of wooden nesting dolls that he's got on the shelves. Oh, there's very nice uh, nesting dolls here. And you notice that the smaller that each one gets, the older they get. Until you notice that the smallest doll, the smallest doll that would be inside this set of nesting dolls is just this little mummified corpse. Um, it's like nine copper. You get the nice young lady these fantastic dolls. Hmm. Well, that, that looks pretty good. It's like Benjamin Button dolls or something. Mm. 
<laughs> well, <clears throat> so where do you get these things from? You import them from um, overseas? Oh, I make Blinsky makes uh, very fun You're toys. Blinsky. Oh yes, I'm Blinsky. Oh. The Blinsky. Oh, you're very talented. Oh, you've heard of Blinsky. Yeah. No fun, no Blinsky. We oh, no a, fun, uh, rocking... no Blinsky. That's right. <laughs> uh, what does that mean? If it's not fun, then I mustn't have been made by Blinsky. Oh. If it's, it's not no fun, it's, it's not Blinsky. Blinsky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we saw a, um, a Bocephalus um, oh. rocking Horse yes, horse. very, very good rocking horse I make for uh, the, the wine, the wine guys. Yeah, yeah, wine guy. He's wine a guy. wonderful man. He is a wonderful man. <laughs> wonderful wine. It's been it's been a while since I made a, a toy for the wonderful man. He doesn't buy much anymore. Mm. <laughs> times are tough, I it, suppose. Yeah, times are tough. Uh, Time to tough a Blinsky. No one buy anything anymore. No one want toy. You don't have any customers? Uh, people browse. Just looking. Just looking. Yeah, just looking. So no, you don't, how do you stay afloat if no one ever buys anything? I don't need much money to live here. We're lucky. It's all right. I got enough to... I got enough. I'm surprised that you don't have some loyal customers. Oh, Blinsky would love loyal customers. Maybe you can be a loyal customer for Blinsky. There's <laughs> nesting dolls, pretty good quality. Uh, I was thinking of more of a regular doll. Uh, a regular doll, like the, I, like what? What do you want? You tell you tell Blinsky what you want. I give you a price. I make it for you. I make you whatever toy you like. All right. Uh, maybe something with a bit more like a fashionable outfit. Maybe a wooden head. Oh, like this one here. <laughs> I, can, wooden I, head. I can make you one like that one if you like. Well, well, what about that one? That one, uh, not for sale. I have Someone will be picking that one up uh, sometime soon. Wait, hold on. Are you tricking me? You just told me that nobody buys anything. Give me um, an insight check, please. Okay. What do I have for insight? Uh, plus zero. <laughs> Twelve. Okay. Um, Lindsay said, oh, yeah, well, no, yes. I have, I have one customer. He's, he's going to come pick that one up. Oh, he's very loyal. One very loyal customer. Um, okay. You pick it like he's darting his eyes when he's talking about this. There's something not quite up. Like, there's something up with what he's saying. Like, yeah. he, it's almost like he's admitting that there's a loyal customer, but it's almost like he's not telling the truth about that. Mm. It's not a customer. It's mm. free. So, oh, when are they coming to pick it up? Uh, sometime. I'm not sure. Maybe something. He shows up uh, once every week or so. I come pick up a latest toy. Latest toy. So he likes this sort of uh, thing. Oh, here's a big enjoy, big enjoy of Blinsky doll. Oh, well, uh, what is it about the dolls that they're getting? Are they getting it for a uh, other kid or a spoiled child or something like that? <clears throat> Um, uh, Blinsky doesn't ask a customer, he just make the doll. And again, you're picking up that he's just, he's not telling you the truth there. Mm. Maybe Can we I, should, yeah. should we like try and take the angle that Brian's a big spender? Yeah. 
and use that angle to try and get more out of him, like the idea of like having you on the hook as a big spending customer. Yes, and we want this doll. Yeah, go for it. Well, I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm just gonna. <laughs> poke, I'm gonna poke Brian in the ribs, oh. and I'll be like, "Flash the cash." Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm just gonna flash my signet ring. You know, just discreetly, mm. so that you might notice it. It shows that I'm an aristocrat and I'm just going to say oh just passing through I won't be staying for very long um, I really have to get a present for my niece and I think she would really like that you know no. I, can, I cannot sell that one I, you give me th- uh, three days I can make you something very similar I, uh, what do you I want? don't have three days I, oh. I'm going to be gone tomorrow I just I, two days. You give me two days. I make you very nice. Don't know, two days. Um, tell you what. If you tell me who is gonna buy it, I'll go and uh, I'll make sure they're okay with it. I'll give them some money as well. I'll pay you for the doll. I'll pay your loyal customer, so they can buy two dolls or more. So if I if I sell you this doll, Blinsky will not. Blinsky will not. Uh, Blinsky much pain. Uh, but it's getting much pain. I I, um, I must make these doll for the customer. Hmm. Okay. Will you tell me who the customer is, and we'll sort them out. Don't worry. Uh, In a nice way. I cannot. I cannot tell. I Just give us a hint. A little hint. Oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> I. I. You have a very nice ring. You man with lots of uh, lots of money. Yeah. A lot of money. I I'm, oh. can, can I volunteer like we find that the master's money solves many issues do not worry I, I, I give you information I oh Blinsky in trouble I give you information for small donation to help uh, Blinsky make future doll absolutely all right um well hey did you bring the um sack of cash Mary? <laughs> which of us has the most cash on them oh we could write a check (laughs) (laughs) can we can we do like a a persuasion check with advantage using brian's great charisma that he's been using on this guy for a while what are you what are you trying to persuade like i think he he's basically asked i think the time has come for one what do we want to persuade well what we want is well, what do we want, American? What do, do we, we want? To, as a player, I'm like, do we want to persuade him to give us the information with him believing us totally that you are like the super rich noble and not have to give him any cash and he just believes us, yeah. or do we give him cash and use the persuasion to try and get us to tell tell us like everything? Because you know, yeah, I, I it'd be nice if he just thought we were rich. But what we want to know is what the weakness of this guy is. How do we get in there? Mm. And can we lure him out in some way? Yeah, we want to know everything eh, about this guy. We need something to give us the upper hand on Isaac. Why don't like, we just give him a bunch of like money and it like it's nothing, even though we don't have I all get that the much. Feeling he, he's gonna lo- he'll, 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 a, a gold coin will loosen his lips pretty quickly. Like nothing in, in this place is that expensive. Yeah. He seems poor, so I don't think yeah. we'd have to like. It's, it's not going to be that much skin off us. Yeah, and I've also got promissory notes that I can make. <laughs> Do we just give him like a, a a bunch of money and act like it's nothing to you? Yeah, 
Or you could just give them the deed for the um, windmill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like drop name, drop that you have a, the deed to a yeah. windmill. Like, <laughs> uh, I'll go. Yeah, I'll look for um, my money, and I'll. Or, whoops! I've dropped my deed to my windmill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <on the> ground. <laughs> oh, um, you're always Gregor, dropping deeds, master. Let me get that for you. How high is small the these days? Oh, wait, like, is, is it hard to reach the dole of Irina? No, no, like, not at all. Not at all. Okay. So while he, while these two are talking, I just want to reach over and grab the dole and so we hold it. And I'm just going to be looking at it like, and put put the um, Strad dole down, but I just want to hold hold on to the Irina looking dole, looking at it. Not yeah. saying anything, just looking at it. Though. Loris, you're actually <clears> quite <throat> amazed at the, the detail and, and how similar to Irina it is uh, to, in your eyes. Um, Blinsky watches you like pick up the doll. Oh, well, sir, no, please. Oh, I, uh, and he just keep and he just like he's while he's got his head towards you, Baron. His eyes are like looking over your shoulder at Loris, uh, keeping just tracking the doll in the in Loris's hands. Mm, okay, I'm gonna get his attention with some gold in my hands. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah, um, and I'll bring it round to my face. <laughs> so, don't worry, we'll sort out your customer. Uh, Just what's his name? Oh, 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 and he sort of brings his head down and squeezes out between you and the counter and walks over to the door. Uh, and he looks out the door and, and um, sort of like both both ways outside the door and he shuts the door and just brings down the shutters over the windows and makes his way back um, to you. He's like, oh, oh. Thank you, thank you for uh, the, your donation. Um, I tell, I tell, and he goes to take like the coin out of your hands. My mm, my hand is just a little bit closed, <laughs> just for now. Do we do a persuasion check or not? Yeah. Or do we yeah. save that for later? I don't know. Well, uh, to, I mean. That that gold coin was basically a big persuader. That's the kind uh-huh. of thing that means if you had offered him only like a few silver or a couple of copper or something like that, mm-hmm. then maybe it would have needed a persuasion wrong. But a, yes. a gold coin, that was all he needed to see. It's Christmas. That's, that's some big cash for old Blinsky. <laughs> big season, isn't it? Christmas time. Okay. <laughs> um, and he's, he's, his hand is all, it's like a little clammy on yours as well. Uh. As he's trying to like just pry open your fingers, and he's like, "What? What do you need to know? My Blins, Blinsky tail." And this little monkey on his his shoulder is kind of just energetically stand like um, go up and down on his shoulder, sort of mm-hmm. bouncing. How much for the monkey? Oh yes. Oh um, no! A piccolo was given to me from a very nice, very nice man. I he trusted me. He saw that I was in need of some cheering up and gave it. Gave and oh, he, look at this beautiful little tutu. I put a little tutu on him, and he looks. He's so happy. I couldn't. Is he opposable like, thumbs? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, it's shit. a person. <laughs> not a monkey it's a person can i do an insight check on the monkey to see if it's happy with its lot in life please please give me i an look into check. that monkey's beady little eyes mm-hmm. i've rolled in 15 plus three wow. he, he seems he seems fine 
actually, on Blinsky's shoulder. Uh, he says, I could not sell. He's helping me with around the store. I'm training him to reach the harder parts of the store. He's like, watch, watch this. Um, and he, he points up. It's uh, like a book on a t like tall shelf, something that's just covered in cobwebs, never probably even been read. And this monkey just like leaps off his shoulders and clambers up the bookshelf and grabs like four books to the side and brings this book down onto Blinsky's shoulder. He's like, eh, it's close enough. He's still training. Yeah, yeah still a good little piccolo. But anyway, back to the customer. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, what was what were you saying his name was? Uh, yes, the uh, the doll was made for a man, a burgomaster, um, guard or soldier, Isaac, Isaac Strasny. Isaac Strasny? Did you hear that, America? And he's, again, Strasny? just that, that little clammy hand is kind of like, <laughs> um, still trying to pry open a couple of your fingers on your hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, the hand is still a little bit closed. Yeah, Loris is just um, yeah, yeah. tossing the the doll between each hand, just just sort of kind of feeling its way. Cool. And yeah, Blinsky's looking over at you while doing that, but his hand's still sort of like <laughs> placed on the Baron's. <laughs> Come on now, open up, uh, Isaac. Have you heard that name before, American? Perhaps. I think we heard that he's a very bad man. Uh, Isaac not pay. He not pay for the doll. He, Isaac, he come to me and threaten me for this doll. Every week I have to make doll. <gasps> Every week. For no I'm, pay. I, well, he will not pay. He say, uh, he giving me chance to have fun, make doll. He <laughs> no have to pay. Working oh. for exposure? Oh, that's a crime. Yeah. He is a bad person. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I knew he, he was bad. He come to me, he have dream of lady, and every week this dream of lady, and he come to me and he say, make dream lady doll. Make the dream lady doll. I keep making, and he keep changing little details, and yeah. this one that your big friend... Have on his hands, please don't drop it, big man. Is <laughs> his latest of the doll from that he won't make. So they're generally the same looking, are they? Always the brown ear and brown eyes. It's a smaller detail, thinner chin, fuller cheek. Uh, uh -huh. Blinsky's been pretty good at making doll now. I've made him maybe... Oh, hundreds of these dolls <gasps> over the years. Must owe an incredible amount of money. Uh, yes. That's why I have Piccolo. He cheer me up now. Well, what do you say we can sort this out? I've heard things about... I just, I'll just turn away to Merkin and uh, Loris. What do you say we um, make it so... We tell him that Isaac is going to be uh, done away with by someone. That's what we heard, you know. All we need is some information. But well, we I don't just know say we'll make him pay. Don't there's say no, it. There's no, there's no harm in, in Isaac coming back and getting these tolls on a regular basis. We just have to make him pay for them. Uh, I know what we can do. <laughs> like, Sorry. I like you. Like, we'll just make Isaac pay 
for the dolls. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah that's what I thought. I was like, I thought you meant like you were gonna tell him that we were gonna like kill Isaac, but you're like, no, you literally meant no, make his, him give we him. Can pay. He owes we're not gonna, we've, we've already decided we're not gonna kill the guy, so we're gonna change his ways. Well, convince not him necessarily, but not. Maybe we injure him so he can't do any damage, and he just has to behave and pay. Chop off his arm. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm up for that. If we I got this doll, what do you think? What, we could put it in uh, in view of Isaac or something, so he leaves the house. We sneak in the back of the house. Yeah. Boom. Well, he certainly wants the doll, right? He, he can't get yeah. one every week. So if we make it obvious, he's going to come get it. Well, we he hold the doll for woman now. Just... Sorry. We can worry about that later. Yeah. I think it's a pretty obvious trap, though, if you just put a doll in view and hope that he's dumb enough to walk to it. Yeah, how many how many bad guys walk into obvious traps? Probably quite yeah. a few, to be Only honest. Us. <laughs> <laughs> we're not bad guys. We're, we're the good guys yeah. that walk into yeah. obvious traps. We've killed babies. a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> we did it for the right reasons. <laughs> um, I don't know what to do, guys. What do you think? He seems like a nice guy that's been put upon by this big bully. Basically yeah. being robbed. He is. He's being extorted. We, we need to help him. I think Blinsky's really getting into this idea of that gold coin now. And he's still, <laughs> he's still like trying to um, yeah. pry open your fingers. He's like, what else, you. What else can I tell you? These, I, this manly dream of this lady. I... He has uh, been happening a long time, as long as Blinsky make doll. He come to me, as long as I make doll. He been a, a crazy ever since little boy. Does he say why he wants this doll? It's from dream. He obsessed over this lady he keeps seeing in dream. Night after night, he see this woman ever since he was boy. Except the weirdest thing, these dolls... Uh, you know, 20, 20 years ago, the doll was a girl, and now doll lady. He was lady dream girl, and lady keeps changing as time pass. I, th I think it's it's clearly his sister. I'm going to be and straight with you, Blinsky. We are friends with a young lady, and she has gone missing, and she looks just like this doll. He just and we've been told Sorry. that... Isaac uh, is the one that's taken her. And he just like gasps. He's like, oh, that is horrible news. That is no fun and no Blinsky. That's <laughs> <laughs> <Is this> true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I think we should give this man his gold coin. He, he's, he's given us plenty. Um, when he hears uh, that, he has dropped his hand away from yours. He He's kind of like shocked that um, there's something very wrong with uh, Mr. Strasny. Very wrong. He, uh, he once, he didn't always. Have you seen his arm? Oh, uh, no Heard one. Of it. No one mm. knows why or how he showed up with that arm. He went to bed without one arm, and then he wake up. And he have a very scary arm, very scary. And when it was that arm, he threatened me with the doll. Mm. Mm. I'm going to reach out to his hand and place the gold coin in his hand. So yeah. you're very helpful. And he, he just any... sort of like holds it up and starts like 
just checking it and he run, he sort of heads in behind the counter and opens up a small drawer and places it into this drawer and 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 shuts the drawer uh really gently just slides it gently closed thank you thank you that uh, helped me a lot well if you can help us in any other way to uh get our friend back who's been stolen by isaac there's more money where that came from i I, I'm not sure how else I can help. Uh, let Volinsky have think. And how do how do I get information at you? Um, it's at Baron Byron. Well, we are currently staying at the inn, right? We staying at the inn? Yeah, with the crows yeah we will be we haven't been there yet but that's only our sweaty friend is there at the moment (laughs) if you see a pale sweaty man (laughs) just tell him it's someone with a really sore neck yeah (laughs) well mm, i just i just think he's he lives in the burgomaster's mansion is there any way into that mansion that you have heard of that others might not know about it's an unguarded way some sort of entrance through a tunnel or maybe through a chimney or you've got a monkey maybe a monkey knows about um, ways to get into side inside the building without uh, being spotted monkey very new to Velaki and Belinsky not really sure I, Burgermaster house is very well guarded during most time uh, I don't know of most entrance ins or entrance out I'm not sure but I thank you for the gold piece. You are, you are a friend. You're a friend to me. You look after uh, Blinsky just like my good customer give me piccolo here. You are very nice. All I have had a good time finding new friends lately. Uh, who did give you this this monkey? Oh, Rictavio is a wonderful man. Rictavio, you have you seen very a uh, bold, very bold color. His, his suit is very oh. flamboyant. He's very oh, he's a beautiful man. I don't know why he have oh. monkey, but he happy to give monkey. I did see a colorful man in the inn on our way around. He wonders. Yeah, I believe he has carnival. Then explain monkey. He oh, buy, the sign. He buy small stuffed Vistana doll from me as well and pay me very good and gift monkey. He's very nice, Rictavio. Mm. We will keep our eye out for this flamboyant fellow. I think he was near the coffin place. We did pass by that sign. Mm. Mm. Okay, just one well, final question before we go. Oh, American, what do you say? I was about to say we should go soon. What's uh, your question? I just want to know, just quietly, is there something, some sort of ruckus or some sort of uh, distraction that would bring all the guards to one place at once? Is it something they really care about, um, protecting or attacking or something? Uh, uh, oh. Can you give me... Um, an- and a persuasion check. Oh, okay. 13 plus 5. 18. That's pretty good. Nice. Um, <clears throat> he, he looks back. 
at the counter and, and sort of obviously sort of the gold piece that he's taken from you. He says, I owe you so much and I feel bad because oh, Tavio will not be very, very happy. He's There is definitely something that could cause great danger. Oh, very big danger, very big distraction. He has something... He has, I believe, wild animal in his carnival that would make great danger, oh, great distraction, if that was to uh, be let let out. But I feel what? I feel bad. I, please, I, please talk to Ritavio before touching any of his belongings. I feel bad even letting you know. Of course. Oh, thank you. That's great. Um, and Blinsky sort of like comes back from around the counter, uh, walks up to Loris and just sort of like grabs the doll out of Loris's hand. <laughs> and he starts like just sort of um, wiping dusty <laughs> stuff off it and trying to get the clothes back into position and putting it back on the, the shelf next to you. Do we want to take that with us, Baron? Or, or are we letting the little guy no, have it? I don't think it can help us. My idea of putting it on the letterbox and lowering <laughs> him out probably isn't the best. I do love the imagery of that, though. I feel we can do a little better. <laughs> Just a little bit. Okay. No, it's a, it's a very good doll. It, it reminds me very much of, of Irena. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, Mr. Blinsky. We appreciate your supreme artisanship. Uh, he, we will be going. He races back out towards the front of the store and lifts all the blinds up and opens up the door. Um and he sort of stands back and he's thank you, thank you so much for coming for Blinsky toys. And don't forget, no fun, no, no Blinsky. Hey, <laughs> lovely. <laughs> Getting Dicey is an independent podcast, so your support means the earth to us. Check out our Twitter, at Getting Dicey, for links to our live stream and how you can support us further. We live stream once a week, so come check out the costumes, overlays, and filters that we use to help make watching that little more exciting. Uh, we also have a link to our Discord, so you can come chat to us and each other about D&D and what's happening in the campaign. Uh, lastly, if you're liking what we're doing, we'd appreciate that you rate and review us on iTunes. Every little bit of support helps.